Welcome to the Lead More Podcast. I'm your host, John T. Meyer. The Lead More Podcast is the show where we sit down with leaders of today to help inspire and create more leaders for tomorrow. This is episode 96 of the Lead More Podcast, uh, and it's June 2022, which means the Lead More Podcast has now been out for two years. We've created 96 episodes over two years, some incredible leaders, some you have heard of, some you maybe haven't heard of, but just so many amazing conversations and lessons. In today's episode, I'm going to do another solo episode because I got a lot on my mind. So sit down and tune in, grab your coffee, and let's take a listen. There's two core ideas with this show. It's always been one, the world needs more leaders. I say it every single episode in the intro. We sit down with leaders of today to help inspire and create more leaders for tomorrow. The second idea has always been that leadership doesn't have to look the way it always has. Right? Leaders come in different shapes and sizes, colors, backgrounds, titles. And we've tried to exemplify that by the guests who come on the show. It, you know, some of these people I've asked even said, wait, why, why do you want me on the show? Like, I'm not a leader. And I'm saying, no, the work that you do, I've watched what you do, whether it be uphand, close and personal in Sioux Falls or in South Dakota or just online, and you are a leader. And so those are the two core ideas that have guided this show for the entire time, for 96 episodes. And one thing I've tried to not do is make this podcast a political podcast. We've certainly had political leaders. We've had a governor, we've had a senator, had a mayor. Um, Leaders are in politics, absolutely. And these are some of the most probably well-known and prominent leaders. But the show's never been about which which party you're on, or divisive issues, or really getting to the nitty-gritty of how somebody feels about a topic or politically charged thing. But right now, our world is so politically charged, and everything seems so divisive. It's you're on one side or the other. There's no middle ground. Like, where are you at? Let's duke it out, right? That's frustrating to me. Uh, Somebody who just wants everybody to get along. Uh, But also, I'm frustrated right now, too, right? Our world is so politically charged right now. And in the last couple of weeks, I just, it just kind of boggles my mind that we as a country, United States, have decided that, you know, it's your right to do whatever you want with your guns. But meanwhile, 50% of the world's population, it's not their right to decide what to do with their body. And that just doesn't make sense to me. It just, at the, at the fundamental level, I don't get it. And this isn't, I'm not even bringing this into spiritual or religious angle. It's just, what is your right as an individual? And certainly your body should fall into that category, right? And so when I go back to the idea of the world needs more leaders, I think that always stemmed from somebody who, as a CEO of a company, a founder, uh, never really considered myself a leader until it sort of accidentally happened, right? Like you get to be CEO when you start a company because you just started the company and you put CEO on your business card. I didn't necessarily feel like I was appointed or earned it or went through, you know, business school or whatever the criteria should be to be a CEO. I just got to do it and learn on the job. And now while I feel like that honestly was probably the best education anybody could get as an entrepreneur or a CEO, is just building the business. 
it still made me wonder if I was qualified, right? And so that was this idea of bringing on this idea that leadership doesn't always look the way you think it does is sometimes you accidentally become a leader. Sometimes you get nudged by somebody. And so I wanted to explore that idea of more leaders and more leaders. And I think I always thought if we just had more leaders, we'd have better leaders. And now I'm thinking it's not just more leaders. We need better leaders. We need leaders who care. We need leaders who want to be in that spot, but also be in that spot for the right reason. So today on this solo episode, whenever I do a solo episode, I try to bring forth like a framework or um, some sort of template that you can follow and learn from. I like to think in frameworks, I like to steal and borrow frameworks from other people. And so I made up my own today uh, in how I think we can get better leaders. So it's called the team framework, and we're going to break that down. So we'll start at the top. T, team starts with T. So T stands for tap. One of the easily the most prominent through line or takeaway from the Lead More podcast has been that leaders, as we know them on this show, were often tapped on the shoulder by somebody and nudged forward to lead. Very seldomly do the guests say, I knew I wanted to do this. I worked toward this path. I grinded and did everything I could so I could be, you know, insert title, leadership title. Almost, I'd say 95% of the guests explained or, or, or told the story of somebody along their journey, nudging them forward, tapping them on the shoulder to step up and lead. You can go to episode one where former South Dakota Governor Dennis Dugard was tapped on the shoulder to run for South Dakota legislator. And that became, you know, he was uh, in, the, in, the, in peer, eventually became lieutenant governor, and then, of course, governor. It was a series of people tapping him on the shoulder. He admitted he never, ever imagined playing that role. So episode one, all the way to the most recent episode, two weeks ago, with Tamara Philippe, someone who is now the CEO of a capital management group, who never, ever imagined in her life that she would play that role, but this winding career path of people tapping her on the shoulder. And so the whole part of the team framework, I want to share a framework with you that you can help. Either this could be you being the next great leader or finding that person that you know in your life who should be a leader. And so we have to start by tapping them on the shoulder. I think that awareness level of saying, I believe in you. I think you would be a great leader. I want you to lead. It needs to start with a tap on the shoulder. So if you're listening to this podcast, you should be the one to tap. Or maybe this is me tapping you on the shoulder to step up and lead. So T is for tap. The next part of the team framework is E, and it stands for empathy. I think at the core of our world, just if we all had a little bit more empathy, a lot of this stuff would, would honestly, I know this sounds sort of Pollyanna, but would just start to sort of sort itself out, take care, of, take care of itself a little bit more. We need to be able to walk in other people's shoes. We need to be able to understand where somebody is coming from, to listen first, to speak second. The Stoics always said two ears, one mouth. Two ears. There's a reason we have two ears and only one mouth. We need to listen first. We need to walk with empathy. And try to understand where people are coming from. 
And I thought about some of the conversations on this show. Jen Bailey came to mind. She is the episode about healing the healers, a pastor who started an organization to help other pastors and other leaders take care of themselves. Often leaders give so much. They pour their heart and their soul and their time and their energy into other people. How do we take care of the leaders so that they're okay, so that their families are okay and they can be their best, right? Professional athlete is their entire job outside of their competition to just maintain and support their body. Their, their, their machine is their body and they take care of it through nutrition, through sleep, through exercise, through training. And so leaders need that too. And I loved what Jen Bailey talked about in that episode of healing the healers. Another one that comes to mind, a very early episode, Kim Ball Scott, the author of Radical Candor, New York Times bestselling author. That book, one of my favorite business books. And the idea of Radical Candor is to challenge directly, but to care deeply. And caring deeply certainly means to have empathy, to make sure that we understand when we're managing or having a tough conversation with somebody, a family member, a a colleague, uh, an opponent that that's coming from a place of empathy. And the reason we're challenging is we want them to be better. We want them to do more. We believe they can do more. And so starting with empathy. So those two episodes are great examples of empathy. And we want leaders who have empathy. I think this idea of the command and control, I'm a, you know, full, I'm in charge. Everything I say goes We've learned in this today's world that type of style of leadership doesn't work anymore. We need to listen. We need to have empathy. We need to ask questions. And those are the leaders who are really thriving in today's world. So E is for empathy. The third part of the team framework, A, is for alignment. And this, I think, is where maybe some of our leaders over the last, let's say, decade have maybe fallen short. Is just the idea of alignment. What's your why, right? As Simon Sinek says, start with why. Is, is the role or the cause or the why aligned with who you are as a leader, right? Leadership is exciting. We know it's also hard, but it's exciting that you can step up, that you can have the opportunity to guide and to lead and to shape an organization, a company, a city, a country, whatever it may be, but is that aligned with who you are and what you want as a person? I think we have a lot of leaders leading because they think they should, because they are seeking power, because they are seeking fame, recognition. And I just want to make sure we have leaders who are aligned with the cause, right? So whether you're joining a nonprofit organization, you're running for political office, you're captaining your sports team, Whatever it may be, are you aligned with that? Don't lead for leading's sake, right? Make sure you are aligned with the cause and the why. And that's why you want to lead because they are synced up. And you can tell when this works. You can tell with great leaders. Two examples I pulled from the Lead More podcast. Liz Georgie, Minneapolis founder, CEO of Suna. Uh, In that episode, she talks about going uh, canoeing with her grandfather who was an entrepreneur and at a very young age instilled in her this idea of building something, of starting something, of being your own boss, of being an entrepreneur. She ran an agency that created content and then realized that 
large social media platforms needed more content and created Suna Studios. And you can go listen to the story, but like it's so her her journey is so perfectly aligned in ter- into what she's doing today that when you unpack it and work backwards, you're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And you can hear her when she talks about her company, when she talks about her vision, when she talks about her why. It's just so perfectly aligned with who she is as a person, the Venn diagram of the business problem that Suna Studios is, is tackling and Liz Georgie. It's almost like a, an, uh, an eclipse, right? Like they're completely overlapped and it aligns so well. And so I think alignment is key and, and Liz stands out. Another one, of course, for me is coach John Stigelmeyer, the head coach of the SDSU football team, one of my favorite episodes. Coach is a coach, right? And I know that sounds so cliche, but when you listen to the way he talks, the way he acts, the way he moves, the way he creates phrases and mantras and, and rules for his program, right? He is a coach. He is so aligned with being a coach. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't imagine what it would be like to, to, to live with him, right? He's just probably coaches in everything he does, but it's such a perfect role. I can't imagine Coach Stig doing anything else. He just embodies that idea of being a coach and, and is always helping, mentoring, uh, adding, a, you know, giving advice, support, empathy, just such perfect alignment with who he is, with what his program at South Dakota State has become. Uh, and that's just really cool to watch. Like I said, when you see it, you, you know it when you see it. It's just so perfect and you can see that leadership alignment. And so what I want for our leaders today is just more alignment. I want an understanding of why you're doing something. A fee, you should, you know, we've talked about how you need to be tapped on the shoulder, but also just tugged by the cause. The cause is literally pulling your shirt forward, pulling your body toward the future or the vision or the better world that you can imagine and you can see as a leader. Because when those leaders talk and when those leaders speak, you can just hear it in their voice. It's that conviction, right? So alignment. A is for alignment. And the last part of the team framework, M is for mentor. Again, we talked about healing the healers from Jen Bailey's episode. Leaders need mentors too, right? I think my story about becoming a CEO and kind of accidentally learning on the job, uh, it was, you know, it sounds it sounds so obvious now that like it all worked, but along that journey was so much failure, so many mistakes, but also so many crucial people in my life, mentors from my accountant to my lawyer, to my co-founder, to my business coach, to our clients who taught us, to other entrepreneurs who have been before us, even my employees, my team members were mentors at various times, teaching me and educating me. You know, I think we also often think of mentor as an age thing, right? Somebody older doesn't have to be that way. You know, we mentor, you know, we, we make each other better up and down, regardless of where you are on, on the ladder, on the org chart or on the age bracket. So leaders need mentors. And often, of course, leaders should be mentors. So two that stand out to me in this category from past lead more episodes Rick Melmer. Rick, of course, is the founder of Leadership South Dakota, early episode of the podcast, big friend of the podcast, a program that both myself and my wife have been through, a f- 
fantastic program that's putting out you know more and more leaders every year or help nurturing the leaders of South Dakota. Rick talked about the mentors in his life in that episode, from his father-in-law uh, to former colleagues. And like it's so interesting to watch him talk, and he's so uh, appreciative and grateful to all the mentors in his life, but never acknowledges the fact that he's been a mentor to so many himself. And it's such a beautiful thing when he is so you know tirelessly giving and mentoring others, but yet does such a great job of being acknowledging and, and being grateful for those who have mentored him. So he's an amazing example of how the circle of sort of mentorship that leadership can create. We, we learn from others. We give it back to, to other people. We pay that forward, right? It's why every episode we end with the same question, who are the leaders who have shaped you, right? And for 96 episodes, we've heard about family members. We've heard about teachers. We've heard about coaches. We've heard about bosses. And we've heard about people that sometimes they don't even know, right? Historians, people they've studied, presidents, whatever it may be. And the amount of, the way people answer that question is always so different. There is not a consistent answer to that question on this show. And I think that's really special and really telling for how we all have mentors who have shaped us in different ways. Another one that pops up is Tim Schur, recent episode. Tim, of course, worked for 10 years as the right-hand man to Donald Miller, CEO of StoryBrand, helping businesses, you know, bring their story to life and find clarity, helping people find their journey. Tim wrote this book, uh, this fantastic book, The Secret Society of Success, uh, and now is stepping out on his own. And in his episode, he talks so clearly about how he couldn't have done that without Donald. He couldn't have done that with the people who he met along the way. And he's scared and he's, you know, excited, but yet scared jumping into this new world. He stepped away from this incredible role. He's writing a book and now he's ready to go help other people. His book is his embodiment of what he has learned over 10, 15 years that he now wants to help mentor other people and give that back. He references some people on the show who have helped him. Um, and he's, he talks about them in the book. And I just thought he was such a good example of somebody who's at that crossroads now, who's ready to step in to the light and sort of ready to step up and be his own leader, but acknowledges only because of what he has been through and what he's learned over the last decade plus. So two great examples of leaders who have been mentored and are simultaneously mentoring others, because that's one thing every leader needs. We hear often about how being a leader can be a very lonely journey. And whether you're sitting at the top of whatever the organization or org chart is, sometimes people don't understand what you're going through. And so having those mentors is crucial. So that is my team framework of why the world needs more leaders, but also hopefully better leaders. T is for tap, we need to tap the good people on the shoulder and encourage them to lead, nudge them forward. We need to find leaders with empathy. We all can lead with more empathy. Two ears, one mouth, listen first. We need alignment in our leadership journey. Is the cause, is the why something that connects deeply with us where it pulls us forward because we couldn't imagine doing anything else. We need to do it. Our body needs to to lead for this cause. 
And then finding those mentors. We can both be a mentor and need a mentor at the same time. And that's the team framework. I had to share these thoughts as I just, if this podcast does anything in, in, in the lifetime of this show, however long it goes, it's, I want it to be that somebody listened to this episode or one, sorry, any of the episodes and decided that it was their turn to lead, that they didn't need to wait anymore, that they didn't need a certain qualification or uh, a title, that it's, it's their time because they're aligned. I'm hopefully tapping them on the shoulder, giving them permission with this podcast, and, and they're ready to step up and lead. That is my hope for the Lead More podcast. That is my hope for you. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, as always, for listening to this show. That's it. I don't have anything else to say other than I just needed to get those thoughts out. And I hope this is valuable to you. So as always, we drop episodes of the Lead More podcast every other Thursday. This is episode 96. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe to the Lead More podcast at leadmorepodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Give us a review if you can. That really helps us too. All right. Take care and be well.